Hi everyone, my name is Akarsh Gaddy. I'm the president of uh, Manmukti this year. And uh, today we'll be talking about self-esteem. It's, it's gonna be one of our uh, next podcasts for the month of February, where we focus on self-esteem. Um, I am a senior healthcare management major, and we have a few participants on the call with us as well. Um, Arjun, do you wanna introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Arjun Gandewar. I'm a freshman and I'm currently a healthcare studies major. Uh, Pratisa. Hi, my name is Pratisa. Um, I'm a freshman and I am a psychology major. Sri. Hello, everyone. My name is Sri. I'm a freshman and a psychology major, and I'm the logistics officer for Manmukti. And Tasha. Hello, my name is Tasha Thomas. I am a junior um, psychology major. Awesome. So we can get uh, started right away. So our first question, uh, what does self-esteem mean to you and how do you achieve it for yourself? Well, self-esteem to me, I feel like it was a long way to go, but basically like just self-care in general, whether that's mentally, physically, um, being able to have like a growth mindset of like not only like my surroundings and like who I'm with, but like of myself as well and how I portray myself, um, which can be very hard um, knowing that, you know, there's many obstacles along the way. And um, let's see, to achieve for myself, um, honestly, like being able to just let go a little bit um, really helps um not putting a lot of pressure on myself or comparing definitely helps as well being able to know that like everybody's on their own route and um I have my own route as well to go to and it's not like the end of the world if something goes wrong because you can always like um make your way up if that makes sense awesome anybody else yeah, um, I think that was a really great definition. The way that I see it is, you know, how we value and see ourselves. Um, and depending on if we value ourselves or we don't, um, kind of contributes to if we have high or low uh, self-esteem. For me, the way I achieved self-esteem was joking about it. So actually faking it until I made it helped me. And so in high school, um, I would kind of go around and like, uh, joke about you know being very confident and very sure of myself and um, at the time I would kind of see myself as not so secure in my sense of self but after a while I think talking more about it allowed me to um, feel more stable in that sense of confidence and being able to literally go up to anybody and start talking to them um, without fear of judgment or what others might think of me so that's how I achieved it for myself. That's awesome. Anybody else? Okay, I can go. Um, Self-esteem for me, uh, kind of, I feel like it's a very multifaceted question, but uh, personally, I feel like self-esteem is just me being more confident, more comfortable within, you know, my body and uh, my mental health, you know, both things that I feel like are very important to, you know, all of us. And, you know, like you guys mentioned before, it's it's hard to kind of attain that, but it's also, it's, you know, fake it till you make it is actually a pretty cool way to put it. Because honestly, like, 
you speaking it into existence is like the first step for you to, you know, believe in yourself, whether it comes to, uh, you know, things that you have to do in life accomplish, like whether it be getting that internship or, you know, making a, making your football team or things like that. And then how I achieve it for myself specifically is just, you know, every day I kind of wake up thinking I can do it. And instead of, oh, I might not be able to do it or I won't do it. Uh, it definitely uh, makes a difference for me. Does anyone else have anything to add to this question or we can move on? Okay. Uh, second, so what can you do to improve the situations that make you feel nervous or maybe not as confident as you should be? I could start off with this one. Awesome. So I was in debate um, during high school. And while I was in debate, I had a huge fear of speaking, which is kind of confusing because why would someone who's scared of speaking join debate? Well, in order to not be scared of speaking anymore. So the way I approached not feeling nervous around people or not feeling nervous to speak in front of a crowd was by reframing the way that I saw um, that situation. Instead of being like, oh my goodness, like all these people are going to look at me and judge me, I instead saw it in a very excited manner. And so I guess seeing that being nervous and excited are both arousal states that cause us to, you know, have our heart race and have us to get very like on edge. Um, we can use moments that make us feel nervous and interpret it more as um, excitedness. Like, you know, instead of, oh, I'm so scared of giving a speech. It's like, wow, like I'm so excited. I have the opportunity to do something amazing like this. And hopefully like, bring more knowledge and information to the people around me. So reframing the situation um, and changing the way that we speak about something really helps us feel less nervous. That is so interesting, like being able to just reframe like your train of thought and instead of thinking like more negatively, you like changed into a positive mindset and like, um uh what's it called and just had a different attitude for it which made you more confident um for me I feel like growing up anytime like I would have public speaking like I would also be very nervous I'd always think like oh everybody's going to like judge me and like everyone's gonna because like I thought that I would stutter or like I would say something that um I meant to say something else and um, just stuff like that and so it like I continuously have to practice like what I'm going to be presenting like two days in advance and um, I just you know my head would just be on like the presentation all the time but um, whenever I would present like I used to just think it's like I breathe like I take in big breaths and I just feel like everybody's probably going through the same thing like they're probably also very nervous and um like it's not like I'm you know like what I'm presenting I'm like I'm passionate about it's not like I I'm just you know just want to throw it out there like I don't know what I'm doing so like whatever I'm going to be saying it's going to be like good if that makes sense so um I was able to call myself by thinking that way so sort of kind of sort of like yours but in a different way and um what's it called also kind of like the fake it to make it <laughs> um I just be like oh well once this is done like I or what's it called 
yeah, once this is done, like I don't have to do it anymore. And um, someone else is gonna go and they're gonna feel the same way, but um, yeah, so. Yeah, definitely I can, uh, I, I feel nervous all the time when it comes to either public speaking or presentations or just even sometimes just talking in crowds, talking to groups. Um, I think the best way that I go about that is definitely to just um, keep my cool and keep my calm and just understand that, hey, if you mess up, you mess up. Like they're going to laugh about it maybe for a couple of days. But at the end of the day, you actually were able to accomplish something, you know, that's something that they didn't. So definitely thinking that, you know, whatever you're doing is important or no matter what it is will give you that confidence boost that you already need to kind of, I guess, uh, accomplish whatever task you're doing. Um, I think joining, you know, Tasha, you mentioned joining debate when you're not comfortable speaking, that's like, that's an amazing opportunity for you to keep getting better at it. And that's something I want to do too, but I've literally never gotten like, like I've just been so scared to join like Toastmasters in debates. So I've never done it, but that's something I definitely need to do. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, does anyone else have anything to add? Um, I can add a little bit. Awesome. Um, I think I think when you get like nervous, you kind of like care about things more because yeah, if you're not getting like nervous, you're not caring about it. So I always think that there's like a process, you know, you can't go in your first time and not be nervous. I think you have to be nervous. I think you have to learn, keep going through situations and kind of practice. So I think you just have to trust that process. And I think that helps. Yeah, I feel like that kind of goes along with like, um the more you practice the more confident and um like in any situation too and like the fact that you Tasha like you were also you know you were able to go into debate like Akash kind of mentioned um I I wish I could do that like it's just it's just scary to just feel like oh like being under pressure in the moment or at least that's how I think of it when I think of like debate in general and um like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I think we all are so proud of you that like, you know, you were able to get through it and learn so much from it. Um, I feel like with like opportunities like that, like, yeah, you can be scared and nervous, but if you don't take that like leap of faith, like how Arjun mentioned, like you won't really get that experience. And I feel like we'd all just kind of like regret not being a part of it when we had the opportunity to do so. Um, because it's really just a learning, like you're just learning throughout your whole like, you know, lifetime. So might as well just take it when you have the opportunity. Yeah, I wanna thank y'all for like commending me on that. And I also wanna commend y'all for like being able to be on this pod podcast and like sharing your views and beliefs in order to, I guess, encourage and support the people within this community and literally anyone who listens. So I find that really impressive. Thank you. Thank you guys for saying that. It's awesome. Um, so our third question, how, how do you define personal and professional success? Or what exactly does it mean to you? There's no really like, like definitive answer, but how do you guys different, uh, define personal and professional success for yourself? Um, I can go. So honestly, like, throughout my education career I've always been the type of person to want to like do a lot and um like for myself when it comes to education like I think 10 times ahead than thinking like okay I have to do this right now and I think that really took like um 
I don't know, it really made me more like, oh, if I don't do this now, then like I can't do this 10 years from now. And I feel like that's one thing that I'm still working on is that like I have to take it slow. And, um, you know, like my professional or professional and personal success both. Um, I just have to take things slow. And what's it called? So like to define it, I guess for me, um, just being able to process everything one by one, um, not feeling that like rush that like I have to do everything now, um, like I would like my younger self, I guess. Um, yeah, and I feel like everybody again, like are on the different routes. So like, rather than comparing like, oh, I'm, I don't know, like, let's say I'm in, I'm an internship to something, but then like someone else is like, um, they have three different internships over the summer. Like, I feel like that would really, you know, it make me feel um, doubt on myself, whether that's, you know, um, like career wise or like whatever. And I think being able to understand your own capabilities and how you go about it rather than seeing what everyone else is doing and just trying to one-up them. Um, I would consider that like a personal and professional success overall. Yeah, I think for sure, um, uh, not, I think not comparing yourself to other people helps you define who you are and what you can be. Uh, in my personal experience, you know, I, I was pre-med and what I constantly did was just compare myself to like everyone else, whatever, you know, how many hours they're volunteering or what internships they had or what was their, you know, what, I guess, how are they, how much are they studying for their MCATs? How much are they studying for old camera, things like that? And I just couldn't, I couldn't do it because at, at one point I realized that this was just comparing game. I wasn't actually having fun. I wasn't really into doing this. And so I, you know, kind of pursued a different career path. And now I'm more comfortable with myself. You know, I have my own goals defined for me. I don't compare myself to other people. And I kind of take it one step by, uh, sorry, I take it just day by day. Um, personally, I just feel like me being more confident in myself is my self-growth. And then professionally, definitely like doing what I love every day is just kind of what I want to achieve. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think it's very important to like, like stop and just kind of like think about like what you want to do and not kind of compare yourself it's very hard especially like with the society and like the amount of social media and everything that we have to like not compare yourselves with others um but um to me like personal and professional success is like being doing the best that we can do to the best of like our to our ability and like what resources within like the resources that we have and you know, just like doing what we love and like I said, and being happy with what we have rather than comparing with, okay, I have this much or, you know, somebody else is doing so much. I have to like kind of work towards that. Like it's good to have some inspiration, but like, you know, it should be to a point where you're still doing what you want to do and not, it's not heavily influenced by what others are doing. Awesome. Um... Uh, next question. So, how do how do you how do beauty standards impact self esteem, especially within the South Asian community? You know, in terms of colorism. I could uh, definitely talk about this one. Um, so, growing up, I feel like the way that um, elders in our community have brought these beauty expectations 
upon our generation as seeing like lighter is beautiful um and even you know suggesting products like fair and lovely to um those of us who are more dark skinned like myself um you know that really causes us to feel like um that the way that we are isn't good enough for you know the light skin Europe european beauty standards that we feel the need to fit into and so i guess having these like really harsh beauty standards that aren't really inclusive of people of different colors and um, identities it really negatively impacts self-esteem because it's hard to i guess value ourselves when it seems like the standard of beauty doesn't fit um, who or how we present ourselves Yeah, I, I, I kind of get that. I'm, I'm also pretty dark skinned and I see, you know, now like it isn't fair and lovely, it's fair and handsome and stuff too. And I'm like, I'm, I'm mad confused as to how that's, how people are still making that. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of darker, you know, skinned people in India and just in general and kind of, it's, it's hard. For, we can't really uphold those beauty standards that all these, that, that you know, when it even comes to movie industries and things like that, like that's not something that we can do. So definitely thinking that, you know we are beautiful like no matter who we are what type of what skin color we have uh things like that it's definitely important to understand and i know like kind of gaining that confidence is hard when the majority of like society doesn't think that but um surrounding yourself with positivity especially and you know that's what that self-esteem knowing that whatever you're doing is good for you and whoever you are is just that's just what you are you know there's no changing that and that's something you just kind of you have to adapt and day by day as you keep getting better and better, it'll, it'll become much easier. Does anyone have anything else to add? To I got a, I can add a little bit. Awesome. Um, I used to play tennis and I used to get very tan outside and I became a much darker skin complexion. And after I got like injured and I couldn't play for a couple of years, my skin like lightened up a little bit. And everyone used to tell me, wow, that was like a blessing, you know, that, that your skin lightened up after you couldn't play tennis anymore. But Honestly, I was happy when I was playing tennis. I was my happiest. So I wouldn't say that really matters. You know, it's what you're happy doing. That's what you want to be at. And this type of stuff to me, like, doesn't really matter. Yeah, thanks for saying that. That's awesome. Okay, we move on to the next question as we are running a little bit out of time. Uh, so why is it kind of difficult for us to want to reach that happiness, self-love, self-esteem that we deserve? Uh, do we have, like, what are some challenges and obstructions that we may uh, face in terms of day-to-day -day and just like in life in general? I think a lot of it has to do with um, others around us because we're constantly surrounded by, you know, like so much negativity and you know, on like social media and stuff like that. And like, you know, the society, like it's all about like what the society is thinking um, versus like what you actually want to do. So I think maybe if, it, um, I think like that's one of the major reasons why it's so like hard to like find the self-love or happiness because it's not, we're not really like taught to like kind of do things for ourselves or like take time to, you know, do things you love. Like, you know, like for example, like dancing or painting or any of these things. Instead, like you're like, okay, what do what if what are we doing to others? Like, what are, how are we contributing to society more than what you're doing to you know kind of keep yourself kind of sane and kind of self care? So I think that's one of the main major reasons why it's hard to think about ourselves first. 
Um, I have something. So I like I would love to have different hobbies like wanting to paint and like dance and sing, etc. Um, but like in my head I'd always think, oh, like I never grew up like um painting or I never grew up um going to like music classes or anything like that. So I never really like started, I never had like what's it called? Anybody to really be like, oh, this is how you start or um like take the first steps. And when I would want to try, like I'd kind of just give up, just think like, oh, well, oh, well, maybe it's just not for me. And so like uh because of that mindset growing up, like even now I'm always like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, but I can't do it. Like I don't, I don't think I have the capabilities of doing so. Um, because I just think, oh, so many other people are better than me like I don't want to go out there and make a fool of myself or I don't want to like I don't know post a video of me dancing because it's not that great so I just downplay like what I really like enjoy doing in the moment um because I just think like oh I'm not that great but like we were all talking about like it's a learning experience so like you should be able to share what you want to do or what you love doing without feeling like it's you're not good enough um so I feel like that would be a difficulty just thinking like oh other people are better than me like I like they're gonna make fun of me if I do this or that thank you for sharing that um we can move on to our last question if no one has anything else to add um, so how can we improve our self-esteem or how can you improve your self-esteem or just some ways that you kind of go about it and, you know, just giving general advice to people that, you know, do want to improve on their self-confidence and self-esteem. Okay, I think personally, um, this is a very, I guess, broad question, but some things I kind of focus on are, uh, I, I list, I list like kind of pros and cons of, you know, things that I do on a daily basis. And then uh, I, I don't list them on paper, but it's kind of in my mind, like, what do I, what are some things that people appreciate me for? What are th some things that I appreciate myself for? What are some things that I need to work on? I never have negative aspects towards myself. I always think, how can I improve? And that way you aren't, there's no, there's no way for you to be like, hey, I'm not good at this. You should say, how can I be better at this? Because maybe you're not as good as you can be. So things like that. So I think it's nice to kind of like do some activities where you understand like, hey, um, what are what are some things I'm good at? And then you keep working on those. And then uh, I, I, you can list them on paper. You can write them in your phone. Uh, maybe before you go into a presentation, you think about it. Hey, what am I good at? And just focus on that. Don't focus on what you're bad at or what you're what you're not as good at. Uh, whether that be again when you're taking a test or you know going into a presentation or playing a basketball game or you know just things that you need to do. Does anyone want to add anything else? I think also by being more vulnerable with our peers, by um, explaining how 
you know, they're not alone in the way that they feel that, you know, it's okay to have moments of low self-esteem, um, but knowing that that itself does not define the worth of the person um, is really important. I think some people feel that if they aren't the most confident um, one day, then for the rest of their life, they will continue not to be confident. But I guess by understanding that feelings um, of positivity towards oneself fluctuates and being more understanding and patient with oneself will help us, I guess, be more understanding in general. So, yeah. That was actually very well put. I think definitely being more understanding of, you know, some things, some things may not go your way some days is important for you to understand that, hey, this might not be my day, but tomorrow will, tomorrow I will make it my day. Uh, kind of every every second that you see you're doing, you may think you're doing something wrong or you're not up to par, you always think that next second you'll make it better. And kind of having that belief in your own mind will, I, I personally will be believe that it improves your self-esteem. Uh, thank you, Tasha, for sharing that. Um, does anyone else have anything to add? Okay, well, thank you guys so much for, you know, attending our self-esteem podcast for the month of February. Uh, we've had some great conversations. I'm very thankful for all the answers we have. And uh, we will see you next month.